Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the website, Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews for over 20 years now. You can read all my work at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Before I get into today's show, I do want to give a shout out to someone named Nate Phipps, who actually pledged $2 a month on Patreon.com in order to keep this show going. I used to advertise uh, Patreon for donations to the show for quite a number of weeks, but people didn't donate to it, so I stopped advertising to it because it was making me sad that nobody was contributing, but I do thank you, Nate, very much for that, and I'm happy to do a review of your choosing. You can just write to me, quipster at gmail.com, that's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R, and let me know what you want me to review, and I'll do a special review just for you. So for today's show, I'm going to be doing a review of John Wick, Chapter 2, and I have to admit to you right off the bat that the first John Wick I was not a fan of, even though a lot of people really thought it was a great action film. I found that it was lacking in all of the things that I consider to be worthwhile in watching a movie. Very superficial, very violent, and I think it rides on the violence quotient as well as the unique ways in which people are dispatched. And while some people find that exhilarating, in a context in which I don't care about any of the characters or really the story, it doesn't really work for me. And so know that going into my review of John Wick Chapter 2, because I do realize that it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people are really high on this film, as they were with the first film, and I personally struggle with this kind of material. I have a feeling that back in the day, before video games, really violent video games were all the rage, this kind of movie was considered at one time a B-movie or a bad movie. But nowadays, in this age of aesthetics and video game violence, people are actually very titillated by this kind of material to the point where it doesn't matter about characters, doesn't matter about plot. The uh, so-called it's just a movie, who cares, brand of movie watchers seem to have won the debate. So I'm left, unfortunately, in the minority. But it's an action thriller. Take that for what it's worth. R-rated because of strong violence throughout. Some language and brief nudity. It runs two hours and two minutes. Keanu Reeves is the star. He returns here as John Wick. Common, the rapper and actor. Ricardo Scamarchio, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, Ruby Rose, Lance Reddick. Uh, Claudia Gerini and John Leguizamo are also in the film. Chad Stahelski is the director, and Derek Kolstad writes the screenplay. Now, Chad Stahelski was a stunt guy back in the day. In addition to the director of the original John Wick, he also worked with the star here, Keanu Reeves. He was actually the stuntman for Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. And, of course, Lawrence Fishburne has a small role here in John Wick Chapter 2. So, reuniting the Matrix combo there... So Stahelski is here returning for this pretty highly anticipated follow-up to the cult hit John Wick. It actually did okay at the box office, not really that great, but actually found its audience on DVD, Blu-ray, and streaming services. So this is an entry that's likely going to please those who enjoyed that kind of a ballet of bullets and blood the first time around. I don't think there's going to be uh, any new converts here for those people who did not like the first film, like me, uh, because of the superficial thrills. It really does ride a lot of the same assets and does carry a lot of the same detractions, at least from my point of view. So in other words, those who were titillated by the well-choreographed scenes full of gratuitous kill shots and that CG-type blood are going to find something here, enough here, really, to sate their bloodlust. And those who prefer interesting stories and characters with the mention are going to be left in the lurch yet again. So 
as far as the storyline goes, John Wick, better known to his enemies as Bobby Yaga or the Boogeyman, he tries to go back into retirement after getting his revenge that we've seen in the first film and even carries over into the first scene, the pre-credit scene in this film. Now, that could work for John Wick, except for one particular party out there, this Italian crime boss named Santino D'Antonio, means to cash in on a marker, which is a favor that he did for Wick some time back that has to be repaid as part of the honor. Wick doesn't want to do that, but but D'Antonio presses the matter in a very explosive fashion, pulling him in to do another job in the form of assassinating D'Antonio's own sister so that he can take her place in this super secret organization, this big panel where power means so much. So alas, the further John Wick gets into this morass, the more enemies are out there to snuff him out to the point where they are like that proverbial hydra. It seems like John Wick sprouts two new enemies trying to kill him for every one he takes down. So while most of the aesthetic pleasures are the same this time out, John Wick Chapter 2, which is kind of an odd secondary title, Chapter 2, because this fairly threadbare idea for a film is anything but drawn from a literary origin where you would have a chapter. But it does draw us in a little bit deeper into the criminal underworld organizations that reside beyond the casual eye of non-criminals the world over. So we don't really see all of these hitmen around, but they're everywhere, really. And we get a little bit more uh, widening of the world of John Wick and the assassins. We go from the base of operations in New York City to Rome, where John Wick's latest mark is based. To me, in many ways, the John Wick films echo the Blade series, the Wesley Snipes series based on the Marvel comics, except here you have to substitute assassins for vampires, and it shows us how their stylized world exists in this underground network that flourishes within bustling cities, just like the vampires in the Blade films, with their own hierarchies and codes of conduct that they slavishly follow. It's also very stylized in that superficial way of the Blade films with storylines developed mostly to service the very prolonged and graphic action sequences, and the hero has to take down a host of bad guys in minimal time, usually in clever and sometimes wince-inducing in terms of the violence quotient. The, For instance, there's this extended battle in this museum exhibit that constitutes part of the climax that represents John Wick's descent into hell, and kind of a metaphor there, with these fiery LCD displays and rooms full of mirrors, which kind of reminded me immediately of Orson Welles' Lady from Shanghai, but I guess for more fitting homage purposes, some people will see it as a callback to Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon, because this d does carry some martial arts elements to it, even though it's gunfu instead of kung fu. But those mirrors do make each killing a challenge, and it does up the aesthetic appeal of the gun kata or gunfu carnage, and, and it also dabbles into the sole thematic element of both John Wick films, where revenge only begets revenge, and that means the assassin's trade is a metaphoric hellhole that's truly never really done with them. You can tell the allusions to hell or Hades just by having Sharon uh, be the character that uh, accepts the coins to get you into the Continental, the hotel where the hitmen have sanctuary. Now still, John Wick Chapter 2 is overlong. It's nearly a half hour longer than its predecessor, and it's not really any more substantial in terms of its content, and it's pretty underdeveloped in its story nonetheless, even with over two hours to explore. Chapter 2 also suffers from relatively uninvolving first hour compared to the second hour before generating some good action, but I do think that that action in the second half should be enough to leave its fans feeling like they've gotten their money's worth. 
and perhaps a reason to be excited to come back for the obligatory chapter three. Now, for those viewers who are lacking in emotional or in intellectual investment in this material like I do, it feels a great deal like we're watching this ultra-violent video game in demo mode because we're watching Wick come up with newer and bloodier ways to dispatch a group of fairly nameless and faceless henchmen who don't bother even hiding in surprise or doing something a real person would do unless they were set to be dispatched. They don't even scream in agony because most of them are one-shot fatalities, and that occurs for lengthy sequences until he finally gets to some boss battles, which are usually henchmen who are dressed a little bit more snazzy and who talk and usually have a personality tick that sets them apart from the more nondescript henchmen, such as Ruby Rose, who plays this mute assassin who communicates through sign language in this film, and that sets her apart. That John Wick Chapter 2 does have a somewhat endearing sense of humor about its own absurdity, such as there's a scene in the film in which John Wick goes shopping for guns in this boutique, which is akin to buying an expensive wine. They even call the guns varietals, and that's kind of its saving grace. I think that people know not to take the film seriously, and if you're going to watch this film on that level, then obviously you're more in the mindset that the makers of this film want you, which is to set a pretty low bar, just enjoy it for its bloody entertainment and not much more. You know, So if you're a fan of violence as pornography, if you're an aficionado of these ultra-violent films, you're probably going to eat it up. But for me and you know, other people who may think like me, the John Wick saga offers pretty paltry goods beyond the action choreography that's worth celebrating. So I cannot really, unfortunately, recommend. 90% of my peers recommend it, but... I'm going to have to come down and say this is a pretty slick looking and pretty violent, potently violent, but it's not really entertaining enough for me to justify two hours of my time and $10 out of my pocket to go see. I could just fire up a video game in my own home and actually feel much more engaged as far as I'm concerned. So two and a half stars out of four is as high as I'm going to give John Wick Chapter 2, two and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that John Wick Chapter 2 is a mediocre film, and it's probably going to hit the target demographic of people who enjoy violent action films, and really doesn't offer much more beyond for people outside of that demographic to be ecstatic about. Two and a half stars out of four for John Wick Chapter 2. Thanks everyone for listening, and once again, thank you Nate. If you want to also contribute to the show, you can go to patreon.com slash quipster, and hopefully in a future episode I'll be doing a review and giving giving a kudos to you as well. And by the way, you can also find more of my reviews if you go to insessionfilm.com and check out the extra film episodes because I also do reviews there exclusively. You won't hear the reviews I do there, generally speaking, on this particular podcast. If you want to hear more of my work, go there, insessionfilm.com, to get more of those details. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. 